Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louie. We need to Louis. talk to someone about Louie. <laughs> Today's episode of Got to Be Done is recorded on the lands of the Kaurna people of the Adelaide Plains and the Wurundjeri lands of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne. We pay our respects to elders past and present and any First Nations people who are listening and loving Bluey. Kate McMahon. Hello. Mary Pauling. I feel like we've been here before. <laughs> we haven't. I feel like we've never at the same time never had to do this before <laughs> because we are talking about an episode that uh, in just – in the weeks since we first talked about it and not managed to get the recap out, it's now <laughs> changed. It's all changed. And can I just say, um, Mary, it's changed for the better in my estimation. And I have such a high regard for the integrity of the Bluey team because they do genuinely try to get things right. And um, it's very difficult, I think, in the face of you know, like in inverted commas, cancel culture or whatever you want to call it, that when people do something that then is received kind of badly, then there's these corners of the internet just that just scream at them from for being woke oh. or whatever. But really I think what Bluey's and the beauty of Bluey and why we love Bluey is that it's always focused on what's inclusive and even if it's a hard decision if it's the right decision, that's what they've done. And we've seen it with changes in other episodes. Like um, I'm thinking of teasing where um, Bingo was saying yeah, a phrase yep. that then they realised later was um, derogatory. So they changed it to mm-hmm. yeah, um, teasing and uh, flat pack as well. That was the same kind of uh, yes change in those. This one, a bigger change to notice, and and you're about to hear in our original recap why you know why we think it's landed in the right place, but uh, yeah, I've realised those those corners of the internet and and the very loud shoutiness. I've realised my instant response is defensiveness on behalf of Ludo whenever anyone says, well, what they should be doing, because mm. especially now that Behind Bluey podcast is happening and it's outlying just how much work is going into each episode and all the things mm. they've considered. Uh, and and you can listen to that uh, Behind Bluey podcast about this episode exercise as well. Um, yeah, my I've realised my uh, default position is, you don't know how much Ludo is already doing, but yeah, they have proven they're prepared to do more when when they realise, yeah, they can they can do it better. Well, um, Mary, we're about to go into um, the recap that we did before the the episode was changed, but just so that we're very clear, the the first section of um, the the whole thing has changed now. So, um, the whole scene of Bandit being in the bathroom, which we all, which um, I I in particular took a lot of umbrage with, um, has been completely cut. So now we just start in the backyard, and he's like. I've got 10 minutes before work to do some exercise. What a perfect place to start. And um, really nimbly, I guess, goes with, yeah, like it doesn't actually harm the episode in any way, shape or form. Probably the one-liner that I do miss is be like, you know, I've got two reasons why I don't exercise enough, work and kids. (laughs) (laughs) You lot. Yeah, Um, look, we can still say that in our lives, I feel. Uh, Yeah. But, um, yeah, look, the the upside is it gets – it just gets us to bingo driving the hand weights car even quicker. So (laughs) there's a lot of wins here. (laughs) It really is. So, um, Mary, in light of this, um, I'd like to change my uh, later nominated Brene Brown moment to the Ludo team, um, you know – it's about making the choice that is not um, fast, fun, or easy. 
and you know uh, and trying to be respectful that of other people's views and being able to put your hand up and say actually this time we can do better and I just think they're the best so yes uh, so probably a bit of a you know if if the issues raised in exercise and all the debate around it uh, were challenging for you or if you don't want your kiddos to hear that that's probably worth considering as we deep dive next up into the start of that episode but also you know it was the first 20 seconds and there's a lot more fun conversation around this really fun episode to come to. Hey Fanny, play exercise playlist. Okay, 10 minutes till I got to go to work. Let's get some exercise. Kate McMahon. Oh, Mary Bowling. It's so good <laughs> to see you. And um, hey, talking about New Bluey today as well, which OMG is so good. I, I feel like our halos are glowing, racing into it at this mad pace, but uh, also a bit behind the eight ball because a lot, <laughs> a lot of responding to New Bluey has happened a lot quicker. Man, there's so much Bluey content out there now. Are you? It's uh, it's overwhelming. If if you've been absorbing all the Bluey content for weeks and you're just making it to this recap, uh, thank you for sticking the course with us. <laughs> yeah, a lot of you have been with us from the beginning, which is very, very kind. Um, but, you know, Mary, I think, um, I don't know, I just feel that one episode a week does give a lot of um, – room if you like for for each episode to be analyzed by not just everyone (laughs) in depth yeah I hadn't even thought of that but yeah you were right uh and and the analysis particularly on this episode is free-flowing uh talking exercise it actually it's prompted a lot of self-analysis for me because even when I texted you to say should we do exercise I instantly felt guilty because I haven't been doing any so (laughs) I'm the problem (laughs) oh man what (laughs) Uh, you say that, Mary, but um, you are a member of a netball team, so uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that quite counts. Um, yeah, True. Yeah, netball is back tomorrow night, but then uh, I think I'm going to be feeling the effects of not having done the exercise as well. So, <laughs> yeah, so the there's upside and downside. My, majority of my exercise is just like my commute to work and then racing around after my kids going, taking yes, them to sports, but not myself. So, um, look, yeah, I think look, this episode had lots of people feeling both seen and triggered, but I just want to put um, up front, I actually am in the side of people who found the start of this episode actually pretty problematic. Um and the reason I found it pretty problematic is because after watching it, my six-year-old um, found our scales in the bathroom, weighed himself, and then grabbed his belly and was saying, "Mum," and he said what the number was, and then he was like, do I need to do some exercise? And I was oh. like, so you're six, which is, you know, not far off what Bluey and Bingo are, and mm-hmm. um, we've always really tried to present exercise as something that you can do because it makes you feel good and happy, not something that you have to do because your body's not looking how you want it to look. I have read so much commentary over this in the last week and I absolutely agree that for most parents it's a pretty relatable moment, but this isn't a show for the parents, it's a show for kids. And I don't know, I just feel like there's so many other episodes of Blue that handled this handled this bit of the conversation so much better, like musical statues. Uh, it was like, oh, I just need to move my body. It's like, yeah, that's such a great way of framing it. That is it. a like, great line, isn't it? Yeah. Such a good way of framing it for kids. And even, you know, like Aunt Trix and Mum going off to do hockey together becomes like a social thing that you can do with your friends or in Fruit Bat where Dad's like, oh, I get to spend time with my friends and doing something and it's makes yeah. me happy. Yes. I felt very conflicted on this because, yes, absolutely, you know, 
I've I've in my kind of relationship with changing bodies, which you know, having kids is a big part of that. Um, uh, age has called me up on, hey, you know, keep it positive around the kids, which and you know, a very bandit s kind of moment of oh, and so relatable. But the flip side of that is. The whole message of three seasons of Bluey is kids copy what adults do. <laughs> so as much as I'm happy to be seen as a parent that, yeah, this is a struggle that we're all having, uh, yeah, it, it would be nice if we could spare our kids from that. Uh, I don't think one episode of Bluey is going to make the difference compared to <laughs> a few billion dollars worth of diet culture and everything else. But, oh, I know, but it's like it's like every little conversation matters, right? You know, yeah. and I think what Bluey's strength has been as a show for so long, and I think this is probably why people are getting so worked up about it, is that that it models what we should be doing and saying to our kids in so many areas so beautifully, and you know, this maybe was an area where I personally don't feel that they quite nailed it. Even though it is relatable and real, it's mm. not modelling what we should potentially be saying to our kids, you know, and I think other episodes have modelled that so well. You know, exercise means I get to spend time with my friends. I'm happy. I'm doing what I love. You know, I get to um, spend time with my family. I get to feel good about moving my body. Mm. Um, And, you know, and uh, I think particularly as women, you know, like you do absorb so much of that anyway in your teen years, do we really, I was probably oblivious to that at the age of six. Um, Yes, happily, appropriately. Like, you know, wouldn't it be nice to be just oblivious? Yeah. Yeah, Always. And and looking back now, I know my parents worked probably quite hard to, you know, I was a very tall, very gangly kid and I was never made to feel that, um, you know, how I was shaped was, lesser or needed to be changed um it is definitely important to encourage your kids to exercise but how the rest of the episode is great so you know (laughs) and I really enjoyed it but it was just I don't know just this start seemed to get me stuck on it like like you know the bit the one moment that actually made me I didn't even mind so much when like bandits standing on scales and he goes oh you know like not even that as much as like grabbing his belly and like making like a little roll of fat which I don't even know how he did given like literally he has not changed body shape (laughs) he's square as rectangular as he ever was like what's the problem here (laughs) and like I don't know I I don't know we've had this sort of inference in other episodes before like you know in um granny mobile yes yeah and even Chili and um, is it Bin Night? And she's saying, you know, we're a bit stubby. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, and but yeah, which is kind of all been muffin cone with like the the chips and sort of eating them and feeling guilty about that. Like, yeah. Well, looking back at that, I wonder if that was good. I think we kind of felt a bit. I can't remember how. I think we just wanted corn chips at the time when we recapped that episode. <laughs> Look, I think it was relatable, but mm. also probably highlighted. You know, why do we expect that our kids can just do stuff without? Yeah, you know, when we find doing what should be quite simple things ourselves difficult. So, mm. yeah. oh man, I think for me the. A lot of the the call out and the concern about this episode also was around the scales, and that kind of has started a conversation about well, there isn't a right number, and there's a lot of uh, you know there's the what we call the um, body mass index, which is this you know perfect number we're all meant to be aspiring to, and we all have, but actually the science on that is not really great science or um, certainly there's a big movement that's rejected it. But then I sort of went to the, well, 
We've never seen scales in the Healer house before, but I reckon there'd probably be a set of scales in most Australian bathrooms. Mm. And what message does even that send our kids? Because, yeah, there's certainly one in mind. Why are we weighing ourselves constantly? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, uh, from my own parenting perspective, I try not to weigh myself in front of my kids. Yeah. And on the few occasions that they've seen or noticed me doing it I'm definitely trying to be really neutral it's like just get on get off don't say anything sometimes they want to get on and get off I don't say anything you know Mm -hmm. or we might just say something factual about where they're like what what it says but you know I've been all sorts of shapes in my life and I can tell you right now some of the times where I was really 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 thin and my lightest were not times where I was at my healthiest in fact probably mm. opposite. so yeah and there have been times where I've uh, been at the other end of the scale and and you know not been the healthiest either so you know how do you I, I don't think scales are ever a real representation of health and it's just more the correlation, you know, like they could have started this episode in so many different ways. Oh, yeah. And, and it would have been fine. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, and, and we've talked about this 20 seconds <laughs> for a fair bit, but I don't know. I know. And, and, and lots of people, Mary, have said, like, in all the chats on exercise, you know, there are lots of people who are like, it's relatable. It's cartoon dogs. Don't overthink this. You know, like, are we making a storm in a teacup? And, and for me, like, I was sort of like, I can see where you're coming from. But for me, the real world consequence that was my six-year-old getting on the scales. And you think, yeah, if I hadn't have handled that situation okay I hope you know like is that the start of something bigger down the track up to that point I was kind of like yeah it's probably you know and then when I saw that I was like oh you know this is not good like yeah this is something that that's not okay (sighs) yeah yeah no that is that is rough. I, you did handle that well. Well done. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mary. But, you know, like you just never know. And then, yeah, it, it was that question that really got me. It was like, do I need to exercise? And, yeah, uh, I guess, you know, as grown-ups, we spend so much time and energy worrying about our health and um, especially, you know, I'm about to hit like significant birthday this year so like I'm I'm thinking you know like like we're halfway you know hopefully (laughs) what I don't know Uh, do you think don't you think about this it's like well you know I want to I want to make sure that I'm trying to be healthy in lots of ways definitely the second half of life yeah kind of feels like it puts a bit of a cracker under you to uh yeah be healthy but yeah you wonder well where does that pressure come from mm. and, and yeah. what does healthy actually look like and yeah I don't know that stepping on the scales is necessarily mm. it yeah <sighs> anyway but um yeah. there are so many good solutions in the next six and a half minutes oh, of this episode <laughs> so <laughs> now- much gold <laughs> Why don't you just do some exercise? Same old reason, Bluey. You kids and work. Us? Why don't you do it now? Because I think when you do have kids, Mary, like your time, which, you know, feels <laughs> feels like for whatever reason that you're very busy prior to having kids anyway, and then you have kids and it's just like all your personal time shrinks. You know, mm. my personal time is always the first thing that gives um, when we're trying to balance everything that's going on that in life. rings a bell, yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like when do you get time to exercise and what does that look like? And I love that this served as a really practical guide 
for exercise, like literally showing how you could switch weights in some exercise for a child pretending you're a chair. <laughs> well, we won't get in the way of your exercise. And I think your boss would want you to be very happy as well. Yeah, maybe you're right, Bluey. Oh, man. Um, do you exercise with your kids, Mary? I have definitely, like, especially in lockdown when, you know, so many uh, streaming services, you know, had lounge room workouts and things like that. Like I'd put something on and try and do it <laughs> and copying the screen and the kids kind of would get involved with that. But, yeah, it turned into disruption more than actual effective working out pretty quickly. I don't, I don't know how Bandit has made this work so well for him. But, yeah, it does feel like he's got a good co-conspirator in Bluey. Bluey <laughs> picks up the uh, uh, what's what needs to happen pretty quickly. Have you had more luck? No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, so similarly in lockdown we were doing a lot of um, – like my daughter Olivia is really into um, kids bop. I don't know if you it's okay. Like young, yeah, I've seen that. Like young talent time for our gen, you know, but like set to like censored lyric versions of pop songs now. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, and no, it's 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 a good combo. They've got like, these cute kids, and they do these dance routines and stuff. And I reckon there were some days where we'd do like 30 or 40 minutes of like dance videos just to try and do something to pass the time. Mm. Um, so we had that and I went for a lot of walks in lockdown um, and I still try and do at least one walk a day um, but usually ends up being like to more to walk the dog rather than more giving myself <laughs> a walk. Um, okay. But yeah, I went down to the, like, because I've been doing early morning walks um, lately. I tried to switch my body clock maybe, I don't know, 12 months what ago. Mary, Mary it, was so, it was so annoying because everyone was right. Like, oh, just, no. I know. Like all, those, all that literature about, you know, I'll go for a walk first thing in the morning and it just sets you up for the day. I'm sad to say it's really true and I was so annoyed about it. It was like, yeah, where we live, um, we're quite close to the beach and there's beautiful sand dunes and Mm -hmm. um, it's like a meditation going for a walk that early in the morning, you know, especially if the weather's okay. You know, you get the beautiful light just breaking over the water and lots of bird life at dawn and you know um the other day I was walking down our jetty and there was a pod of dolphins coming past and just you know looking around this is very (laughs) very nice so you know all these people were right and and why you know why did I resist for so long but when I when I'm doing it regularly it does become like a favorite part of my day um but yeah Uh, well I have to do it early before the kids are out of bed because otherwise I wouldn't get to do it and taking them is really annoying let's get some exercise bingo I need those but I'm on my way to work talk to me about the the plot line here so um, you know, like we've started off after the whole bathroom thing by Bandit going out into the yard, putting on some music and saying, I've got 10 minutes to do some exercise. He's got his weights. He's got his mat. He's being sort of um, shot down even within seconds of starting because Bingo is using his weights as a car. I mean, yeah, uh, is, is he being just wildly ambitious even, even well- attempting to do this? Look, I think this plot is actually slightly wildly ambitious because we've established 10 minutes for it. How long did it take to find the weights and put the towel on the floor and set up exactly. the music speaker? Like I'm just like, what is going on here? Yeah, um, it's 15 th- minutes of prep for a 10-minute workout. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah and, and you're really worried about being late for work. Uh, yeah, so uh, that raised an eyebrow for me, but commitment to – the mission, obviously, he knows what he needs to try and get a workout in. Um, bingo, the, yeah, the next shot being bingo, 
adorably like sitting between two hand weights to make the car wheels is was just gave me life and that I think got one of the biggest laughs in our family yeah uh followed closely by uh the camera turn to see Bluey waking up out from under the towel (laughs) (laughs) um this is uh, one of the, well, obviously it's the, the second episode out in this drop, but that means it's also the second episode that's had a dedicated behind-the-scenes podcast released mm. about it, uh, Behind Bluey, that's exclusively for Australian audiences. But I think anyone who's watching uh, the new episodes of Bluey in the rest of the world could probably work out how to listen to Behind Bluey. Uh, now, they're I sneaky people. Have you listened to any of this yet? Have you listened to the episode? Yeah, so it's it's a really good episode. Uh, Joe Brum kind of leads the conversation. But, yeah, for, for all the controversy <laughs> that this episode of Bluey uh, prompted, there was no conversation or apparently awareness about that and the episode drops kind of as soon as the new episode of Bluey is out. So, uh, yeah, that's not something they were anticipating. But a lot of the conversation on this one was about making all the dimensions line up for the workout, so how to make the girls look like they fitted in the elevator and um, how to roll bingo up as a sushi roll and it would work better if it was in a yoga mat rather than a towel, but then why would he have a yoga mat? And, yeah, the the, the deep <laughs> thinking around some of these kind of mechanical animation problems uh, is really interesting. But, yeah, the the enthusiasm for how it all works and, and the little kind of bits and pieces they included, and especially in this first um, this first scene of the girls getting involved, is very life-giving. It's adorable. It is very sweet. Um, Why do you think it is that Bingo's chosen to go to work? This is like she's pretending this is her first day of work. Yeah, so I think it goes back to the bathroom scene and Bandit saying that wouldn't make my boss very happy if he was late for work. And little Bingo, like it's so Bingo, the empath fixer, you know, narrative that, oh, man, bosses cannot be happy, but how do you make your boss happy? And I'm going to set about doing that. Like, oh, I just, bingo makes me so happy. I'm like, I'm sure she'd make any boss happy. <laughs> but the fact she sets out to do it so wholeheartedly is just adorable. Can't you catch the bus? I want to get there early. I'm starting a new job. Oh, righto. I'll do some sit-ups. What the? Oh, late for work. And, yeah, and I also like that she's prepared to start a game where that is the complete extent of the game because as we find as this rolls out, doesn't know who her boss is, doesn't know what her job is. <laughs> All she knows is she wants to make her boss happy, which, uh, you know, in for real life world probably needs to take a good hard look about her own personal fulfilment rather than just, you know... <laughs> Life as a unit of production, but uh, yeah. but because it's bingo, I'll let it slide. Okay, Kate, we should go to a break. Hey, Mary, you know how much we love Bluey, obviously, and how my favourite character is Pat as well. You know, Pat over the fence, like you said. Well, I've actually heard about a new Australian Pat who could well turn out to be my new favourite Pat. Um, And this guy called Pat has come up with an amazing Australian creation. It's an online tutoring math service called Maths Online. I'm very excited about this, Mary, because <laughs> I was looking over at Will's homework. Yes, they're starting homework grade one. <gasps> and I don't know, it just seems so different from when I was at school. Yeah, we have been told very firmly that maths is different. And if if you're thinking about trying to explain maths, don't, you know, do not proceed do <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. until you actually get the right advice. So I want to make sure, obviously, that I'm taking some pressure and stress out of trying to know what's right or wrong. And luckily, mathsonline.com.au approached us. And I've been having a look at the website, Mary. I have to say it's pretty impressive. There's all these really cool interactive videos that you can watch at your own pace. 
Um, it's a lot cheaper than getting a weekly tutor. And I just like that you can kind of stop and rewind it, whether you're with your kid or letting them do it on their own. Uh, I love the being able to pause videos. I love that it's got worksheets as well, because being able to actually see how my kids are learning and then and then see how they work through the problems as well. Matsonline.com.au puts it all in front of you. So you're working together with your kid instead of maybe pulling your hair out slightly. <laughs> and there's a free trial as well. So you can give it a go and see if it's for you before you sign up. And a bit like another uh, great Australian creation, Gone Global. So if you're in the US, you can check out mathonline.com. Uh, that is that is the key difference. It's it's capsicums and peppers here, Kate. Uh, yeah. So yeah, maths in Australia, mathsonline.com.au and mathonline.com in the US. Maths Online has thousands of lessons from kinder or prep to year 12, and it's mapped to the national curriculum. So for us, as there's been concepts that Bon has struggled with, we've jumped straight into those relevant lessons and it's made a big difference. Plus, you get emailed your task reports as you go and weekly progress reports. So jump in, sign up for your free trial, and big thank you to mathsonline.com.au. Yeah, I found the the sort of the subplot kind of interesting here because um, I manage a small team at the mm-hmm. moment um, and, um, you know, I really care about making sure that the people on my team are happy. Um, you know, I know that not everything I do will be popular but, you know, I think ultimately the decisions I make, I want to be in their best interests. And I hope that, you know, as part of like a, I don't know, that for most people who are managing other people, that when they're thinking about, you know, what does, what do I need to do? You know, that like, I don't know, I've tried to model myself in a very much like, how can I, remove obstacles and barriers and make the work easier for my team. Yeah. But, you know, I'm also acutely aware that I have had bosses that are not like that and I'm sure other people have had bosses Uh who are not like that where, Mm -hmm. you know, they'd prefer to ask the impossible and expect it to be delivered half an hour ago and, um, you know, I was really trying to think, like, you know, there are definitely some bosses that you can't make happy, you know, <laughs> like no matter how often you're on time to work. Uh, and, and would they be happier if I was happy? Probably not. <laughs> like, they'd probably be suspicious. So, you know, like, but God uh, bless Bingo because, yeah, there's um, – there's a lot. There's a lot in that, isn't there? And then, you know, and then Bluey is sort of, um, yeah, this subplot that you know she's showing around the new person, and all the tricks and games that they're getting up to. It's kind of adorable, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just feeling cranky about lots of other stuff in my world, Mary. But <laughs> I couldn't work out what the point was. So. <laughs> Okay. Can you well, explain it to me? Because I I need a one hundred and one. Did it? Did it have any clues in the in the podcast? No, also, not very, really. Very, it was more... very meta talking about a podcast within a podcast. No, I think it, it's got to be done. Obviously. <laughs> okay, I can make this work. Hey, hold the door. Oh yes, there you go. Thanks. Oh, I haven't seen you around. Are you new? Yeah, this is my first day. Well, I can show you around if you like. I've worked here for ages. I don't think there were clues in the podcast about that in particular, but it's funny. Yeah, I I am not a boss, uh, but when you said, you know, you modelled yourself, I thought you were going to say you've been taking all your employees to the fun park, much like uh, <laughs> Louie. That's, you know, that, not a bad approach. No, um, I, draw, I draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a roller think... coaster, though. <laughs> hey, down here. What are you doing? I'm sneaking off to the fun park. Come on. What? Just a quick go on the roller coaster. Want to 
you to be happy, okay? Okay. I'm making this up on the fly and that's probably very obvious, but I guess when you think about the what Bandit and Chili are feeling, that pressure to do everything and, and fit in time for themselves and, and, yeah, keep themselves happy, keep other people happy, I guess I saw the work plot as, well, work is such a big part of our lives, so how do, you know, it's it can't be kind of dismissed as if we're thinking, well, we're not happy, we're not, you know, whether that's due to exercise, whether it's due to balance, all those kind of things, uh, yeah, their front and centre is work and how that's actually working. And I think, I don't know, is it a call to arms to seek happy jobs and nice bosses <laughs> or is, is that a fantasy? So where my mind was going, and help me with this, Mary, because I have no idea if it's down the right path or not, but is it making a parallel between like, you know, your kids are like your boss and, you know, your kids just want you to be happy and then they'll do better because you're happy. Ah. So, so maybe they just want you to be happy and then if you're happy because you've exercised, it doesn't matter if things aren't done perfectly on time or even perfectly. But then I like that. Examples of how to incorporate your kids anyway so yeah Mm, well everyone is definitely very happy in this episode um but no I think that's probably pretty plausible considering right at the start when Bluey asks Bandit well why don't you do some exercise and he put that squarely on you kids which like is it that yeah being happy and getting into a happy place through whatever balance you find can find in your life uh Keeping kids happy, yeah, I'm I'm pretty on board with that. So this is your chair. Ooh. Up on, I'll show you how it works. You push this lever and <laughs> it goes lower. And you push it again for higher. Whee! It's hard. Cause it's not just as simple as doing exercise for some people, you know, like yeah. Oh, any people. Yeah. Any people. <laughs> no, I'm sure exercise makes some people happy. Uh, I, um, yeah. I, I this... have. I am yet to encounter a problem which a walk does not make seem smaller or at least more manageable. That is. But... I, okay, so I want to drill down into your walk because what? Oh, yeah. is, so you've described this idyllic scene which you know for our international listeners who have already kind of envisaged Australia as this paradise where Bluey lives yeah. now also this paradise where Kate lives yeah yes yeah. um oh, but, it's where it's at man like honestly uh, I don't understand why more people aren't living here it's just like it's ticking <laughs> every box oh, this is the cafeteria do you want a sushi roll well I really think I should be getting to work sushi roll please yeah you want soy sauce? Yes, please. No. Dip and dip. So on your walk that sounds glorious, is it mm. just a walk? What do you think about or are, are you listening to podcasts? Or <laughs> Well, I'm going to overthink it anyway, so I usually think about like literally everything. Oh, um, yeah, everything. Tick, that sounds relaxing. Everything. Yeah, really <laughs> relaxing and, yeah, usually for the first half an hour I just have to go with wherever my mind's kind of mm-hmm. doing stuff. But I'm trying, I'm trying, Mary, to notice Ooh. more like – you know, it's very easy, for example, when you see a pod of dolphins to just sit there and watch it for a couple of minutes. Yeah. And um, and then you're probably thinking less about all the things that are on the to-do list. Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes I listen to music or a podcast um, and then other times I just try and not listen to a music or anything and just try and listen to, I don't know, birds and morning noises (laughs) um 
it's not it's not a perfect thing, right? Like you know, I like we'll, we'll talk about no doubt when we get to relax. I find it difficult to relax if I'm not trying to do something. Yes, like oh. I'm not very good at being still, and um, yeah, so going for a walk is quite good because I feel like I'm doing something productive not really for myself it's more like making sure the dogs had a walk yeah and then also I get benefit from that as well so Mm. but you know like um what is it it's called like habit bundling or something like that like where you yeah um, reading um small habits for a big life by dr rebecca ray and she talks about like how you're most likely to adopt a new habit if you can bundle it with something that you need to do or want to do so for example to get you to the gym you might have like an audio book or something that you're really desperate to listen to and you're like right well I will only listen to it when I'm at the gym and then that's so smart yeah yeah so like but or like I will only watch trashy tv when I'm I don't know like on a treadmill at home watching it or I will um you know I will let myself watch the football tonight but then I will run up the stairs five times <laughs> or something. you know like, like okay just, yeah yeah doing something you're not so keen on but with something you're really keen on to make the thing that you're not so keen on more appealing and but you know like I actually am really keen on a walk it's just yeah it's just it's so easy some mornings to go oh well it'll be easier for me later if I'm getting the bags packed now and doing my hair now and stuff. And it's like uh-huh. actually my whole day is easier when I'm feeling more rested and I've had a bit of mental space. So, yeah. Well, thanks for showing me around. I'm going to start work now. Hang on, you haven't seen the ping pong table. Uh, I think I'm meant to be doing my job. What if the boss catches me? Don't worry, the boss loves ping pong. Come on. Hey! Yeah. I think I just need to come to Adelaide and do some up. walks. This is <laughs> this yeah. is a priority now. <laughs> That's some good habit bundling for me right there. <laughs> it's hard being a grown-up. I, I mean, it's so hard being a kid, but it's really hard being a grown-up. And, and getting the balance right, I don't think, you know, like there's all that, the talk about like how do you get the balance? And it's like for me it's not even balance. It's just about pivoting to what's needed most next. Mm-hmm. So you sort of tip in one way and give a bit of attention yeah. there and <laughs> yeah. you over there and give them more attention. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not balance. It's constant um, triaging. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. It, that's exactly right. Um it's great that we're getting a couple of examples throughout this of how you can potentially, you know, look to build connection with your kids and do something for yourself in a bit of exercise. There's some fabulous ideas like ping pong. We haven't even spoken about the ping pong. Uh, well, uh, yeah, it, it gets super fun, super fast. I can't go past first uh, lifts though because oh. that kicks in pretty quick on this tour and there's, I think it's my line of the episode actually or possibly my plot line of the episode, the lifts <laughs> and the first time. Um, it's very Steps old. on, it's very old. <laughs> And Bandit's eye roll, like you can barely see his face for the straining, but also Bluey's blocking half of him. But, yeah, you can see the eye roll and that is just perfection. <laughs> and, you know, what's what's a bit of fitness with a bit of without trash talk really? So, yep. you know, chances are you're going to get trash talked by your trainer at the gym. Like you might as well, you know, get the kids on board with that as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, ping the game of ping pong in particular for me was giving oh, yeah. um, some great like squash vibes. So you know, yes. I love that sort of how they positioned it. So um, for um, people who haven't seen the episode, they set up a game where they've got ping pong rackets and Bandit is pretending to be the ball running across the yard back and forth as they hit him sort of over oh, the yeah. line. And- 
<laughs> and they're not hitting hard, but what hits really hard is where uh, Bluey's not going to make it to the return hit and uh, knowing full well that Bandit has yet again committed to the bit. <laughs> and, and he's pleading like... Louie, get there, get there. I'm not going to make it. Ah! Whoa, good shot. And she kind of just stops in her tracks and shrugs. Just so, so smugly. And, yeah, Bandit goes straight into the hedge. Um, Yeah, look, it's, you know, talking about giving kids ideas, that is a pretty evil genius idea to plant right there. And, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we will be playing ping pong in the backyard imminently. Which, yeah, is probably a better workout for me than, I don't know, if I could lift two kids on my hands elevator style. No, no. That would that would be quite the workout. Although Tim plays this game where he lies down on the ground and he calls it genie where he like, um, oh, yeah. and Bandit's lifting the weights up. with And then and, and Bingo's in her Bingo. kind of swirly chair. Yeah. Yeah. And so Tim will get one of the kids sort of he's lying on his back and he lifts his arms straight up with his palms flat and lifts up one of our kids and mm-hmm. then they're like, balance like a genie in a bottle you know like that in is the air. impressive and yeah go Tim <laughs> around. yeah that must be a real workout for him I haven't really put that together mm. um but yeah this is my line in the episode Mary when Bingo is sitting in this position he's like wait what is my job because <laughs> who hasn't thought that you, who hasn't thought that a and b <laughs> You know, so often the job that you think is not actually the job. The job mm. is so completely different. So yeah, and yeah. and the flip side is she's at a workplace where uh, no one seems to have been expecting her, uh, and <laughs> to the point that Bluey even has to ask what her name is. And throwback of throwbacks, uh, Lan is back. Lan, Lan. And I, I had to look up what episode that was from. Yeah, Yoga Ball. Was- Oh, wow. But, yeah, in Yoga Ball, it was an absolute just throwaway. Like they weren't even really playing a game in character, but Bluey says something, oh, bingo, and she's like, no, my name is Lan. And I think that might be kind of the first taste we ever got of just how committed to having a persona bingo is in a game. Yeah, totally. Can I try? Yeah. The lift's a bit slow with two people. It's very old. Wood, the floor. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Lan. She's new. I'm showing her <laughs> Let's take the stairs. I'm loving that we're getting to learn a bit more about Lan and her uh, yeah. her super employability. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Bluey comes in and says, let's go off to ride the roller coasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and very diligent employee bingo is like, no, 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 can't possibly. I just want to make my boss happy. But um no. doesn't take too much arm twisting. Uh the 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 laugh out loud moments in this just keep rolling and like my kids were in hysterics. Uh Bluey is back to like top of the charts in our house as these oh, new episodes drop. Yeah. Uh but um Bandit saying thank goodness as they run off to the fun park only to reappear like one beat later. <laughs> Here we are at the fun park. Oh, what? <laughs> I was getting real Titanic Jack and Rose, you know, spinning around. Um, oh, you know, yeah. Like in the galleys and having the um, the Kaylee dance. Yeah, wild time. Uh, yeah, um, and we did see that music already being used in um, Fairies. Yeah, John, true. John Ryan's dance. So, yeah, so now we're getting that sort of that, uh, that <laughs> camera angle, if you like. Yeah, yeah. yeah just- with like it's the, the their heads in the middle, and then you can see the world spinning behind. Oh, I feel dizzy just from you describing it. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, um, a cute little no. Throwback. Super cute. Um, I don't know if this is a throwback, but um, but even as we finally 
going back to work, you know, they've both kind of looked around and because like, I can't see the boss. Um, but as Bingo thanks her for, you know, getting her acquainted with the workplace, uh, Bluey's like no problems and does a perfect wink at her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've seen Bluey try and wink and not manage it before in Pavlova. Oh, so oh this God. is car- this is like personal growth uh, oh, that you love to see. Um, go Bluey. I still can't wink, so this is particularly uh, meaningful and also wink. frustrating. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I, I can try and wink, but it gets a bit blinky. Go it's- on. Show me. Yeah, oh, no, the other Yeah, when I'm trying to wink at people, I just, yeah, I'm blind winking because I can't see. <laughs> Mary, I, no yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's like, I think I gave up when I still couldn't wink and my little brother could do that thing where you wink with either eye, like rapidly swapping eyes. What? You can do it? Oh, man, I might as well give up now. Kate, you're amazing. I knew that already, though. <laughs> Look, okay, perhaps if I watch yet. this episode really closely, I'll be able to learn from Bluey and learn how to wink. <laughs> Hopefully that's my kid's main takeaway from this one. Sorry I didn't go to the fun park straight away. I just want to do this job really good and make my boss happy. You did make your boss happy. Huh? I'm your boss. What? Really? Now, um wondering we've already gone through lines who is your most valuable player for this episode oh my gosh look as disparaged as he has been I think that just the master class from Bandit on how to work your kids into your workout even when you know, it was obviously blindsiding him from the start and, yeah, he went with it so beautifully. He had, you know, a very able uh, second MVP in Bluey, I reckon. But, yeah, Bandit for me. You? Yeah, good. Um, well, I was just thinking about Bandit because we really do see that arc throughout this, right? With, um, mm. you know, and that final scene of him in the doctor's office and getting the the green tick, you know, saying you're in great shape, you know, have you been in the gym? <laughs> you know, it's so casual, you know, and then yeah, and then totally. the girls are right there, and he's like, no, it's been coming to me. Great ending line. So yeah, I think I think um, Bandit has my vote. Second vote though. Yeah, MG. It's Neil Finn as the, the Kiwi Doctor. Huh, 120 over 80. Excellent. Gotta say, Bandit, you're in great shape. Have you been going to the gym? Nah, it's been coming to me. Now, Neil Finn, for those people who aren't aware, is a member of Crowded House. Yes. Um, incredible uh, Kiwi band, took over the world. You might know their songs like Weather With You or... Um, Oh God! Uh, don't don't dream it's over. Dream it's over. Uh, so um, many. I've fall man, at your yeah. feet. Like that's it's, yeah. Their their best of album might be one of the best of albums out there. Like I know it's always a bit like musical kind of boganism to go the best of, but it's it's just gold gold end to end. Do you think he was cast just so they could get a Kiwi to say Jim because? <laughs> <laughs> Jim, 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 Jim. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I had forgotten watching this that Neil Finn was a guest voice and I immediately identified it as a Kiwi and thought perhaps they just, you know, sneakily snuck. Uh, my first thought was Murray from oh. uh, Flight of the Concords. <laughs> oh, I love Murray from Flight of the Concords. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, just just an equally New Zealand sounding New Zealander in Neil Finn, which is even better. I think they were just like, I love Neil Finn. I love everything yeah, about it. Got to fit him somewhere. Him in. Yeah. Such like there a lot of signals that this scene is very important. Uh, there's a long dog in there. Yes. Uh, on, the toy, long, on the toys. If you oh, see it nestled right at the top. And it, it made my heart glow to be back at a doctor's where, the toys are back out. Like there was, you know, you, look, it's always They've a bit. been away for a long time. <laughs> like, yeah, like in, in hindsight, it makes no sense, right? Like you have communal toys that lots of six snotty kids are going to touch oh. and play with. 
It's true, and but they look very like clean. Hair. Hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mixing with the the toys that you know otherwise healthy children oh. who've had to be dragged along to an appointment with their parent is yeah. there for. Yeah, like the whole the whole concept now that I'm a grown up is ridiculous. So true, but I guess the flip side would be, or the yeah, the alternative is children just screaming down the doctor's offices as weights start to you know <laughs> push the first hour and beyond. Uh, so perhaps perhaps it's for mental health purposes of <laughs> everyone in the place. But yeah, um, but also a tennis ball. Uh, in a very hilarious uh, spot in this scene um, because there's, you know, doctor's charts on the wall including a, a dog body kind of outline and, yeah, where the brain would be, tennis ball. So, yeah, I think that sums up a dog pretty well. Uh, just the level of detail that the team go to for these sorts of scenes is just phenomenal and, I mean, how can you not giggle at that bit? Yeah. Um, that's brilliant. I love that because um, our friends Long Dog Spotting do like a count on tennis balls as well in every episode. So, yeah, that one will no doubt get a lot of love. <laughs> I reckon. I told you it was boring. <laughs> You're doing a great job, though. Thanks. You really are the happiest boss ever. <clears throat> Hi, boss. Um, I'm back with your cup of tea. We've we've got to the end, Kate, but skipped. Uh, Chili's role in all this uh, mm. because this was something else that uh, got mentioned in the Behind Bluey podcast that the team put a lot of thought and Joe Brum scripting it especially of, okay, so Bandit's gone out for the exercise. What is Chili doing for this whole episode until she finally gets outside to have her turn of getting a workout as the girls chase her as uh, bingo chases her around the backyard uh they didn't they sort of didn't have a clear answer maybe having a shower but why do you think gender equity that she was included in this plot line <laughs> oh, yeah probably like it um, make it I funny. think it was a I think it was a bit of comic relief, you know, like because Bluey's been like the best boss in the entire world to Bingo. Yeah, that's and yet true. Yeah. She turns into Meryl Street from Devil Wears Prada as soon as Chili enters. Oh, over. 11 um, sugars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's, it's funny, you know, um, and also shows Chili, you know, inventing another little game that um, – that then she can get a bit of uh, a run in. I said I wanted 11 sugars. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not happy. Lance, new job. Tackle her. Yes, sir. Ah! I'm sorry. I promise I'll do a better job next time. It can't be a happy boss, but then this sort of thing happens. And I yeah. guess bring it into the for real life. There really is no such thing as the perfect boss. So... Pressure's off you, Kate. You're nearly there, but, you know, (laughs) still feel free to demand your 11 sugars. (laughs) You're so sweet. (laughs) No, but thank you. Uh, Music, I think it would be a good one to talk about. Oh, please. um, now, uh, no notes from Joff Bush online about this, but um, I was interested to see sort of like that the whole feel of this episode was very much like an aerobics video sort of soundtrack from yes. like the 80s or 90s. So, you know, like um, very much inspired, I think, by those home aerobics video kind of workouts. So, uh, yeah, it's a, about 140 beats per minute, which is quite fast. So, mm-hmm. you know, getting your heart rate up a bit, positive major key. So that's obviously giving you um, that real sort of sunny, uplifting kind of vibe. Um, well, yeah, and very electronic sort of based as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. and, and when we're in a holding pattern, have you noticed that they get out the shakers and it's just sort of like they, ah, they give you okay. the base boards, but then like the shakers almost become this cue for like we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. And then for the action when it's moving forward, then the notes come in as well. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I love that. We, we know the music in this episode has a name, uh, Phony Play Workout Mix. Oh, <laughs> does it? Uh, well, that's what Bandit says at the start. And I think oh. <laughs> um, the music is like we're meant to think all this music from the episode is playing on Bandit's phony that he's told yeah. to play his workout mix. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, he's, I can see why it's all there for him. He's got good taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me it, it was, you know, like um, it was very much a throwback to those 90s like synth-heavy like exercise like, you know, mm. and stuff like that, you know, where they're doing the workout scenes or Karate Kid, you know, that sort of sparkly kind of music in the background. Yes. So, yeah. Although um, lots of life imitating art, imitating life, uh, Age has come back from the gym on multiple occasions saying they play dance mode in the workout mix. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, can we so just yeah. – I loved our chat with um, Joff Bush and Jazz Darcy the other day, Mary, Aww. and even just listening to it the other day made me smile. But yet, the Dance Mode album has been going off in the McMahon house lately. It's so, so good. Yeah, lots of dancing happening here, that's for sure. Well, thanks for that. I best get to my job now. Oh, yes, of course. I probably should do some work too. See you around. Uh, that was such a great chat. Uh, a quick mailbag because we've had a few great chats recently, Kate, that our lovely listeners are weighing in on, um, including Isa, uh, who emailed to give us a different take on that line from Chili in Unicorse. Oh, oh please. Um, thank you, Isa. And I think uh, so she's suggesting what if it's about Bluey itself and all the characters who we project our own meanings and experiences onto. And mm. um, that was how she read it, especially because it was followed up with that very meta animation scene. So Unicorse thinking or Unicorse saying, um, if you're not any, oh, Chili oh, saying to Unicorse. Yeah. Oh, sorry, puppets. Yes, that yeah, is the episode. Sorry. So um, Chili saying to Unicorse, if you're not anyone, you can be everyone. Mm. Um, yeah, and and how we all project uh, so much onto Bluey. Do we do that? <laughs> Never. Mm, um, yeah. Oh, do I have it with me? Um, I don't know if I've got it with me. Um, I was reading Brene Brown's Braving the Wilderness. Oh, yeah. And um, Maya Angelou, I don't know if I talked about this in the episode or not, but um, – there was a beautiful Maya Angelou um, quote about that made me think about, um, yeah, you belong nowhere. So there was a 1973 interview with Maya Angelou and Bill Moyers and okay. um, and she said in that interview, you are only free where you belong, where you realise you belong no place. You belong every place, no place at all. The price is high. The reward is great, and that that quote is unpacked in detail in Brene's book *Braving the Wilderness*. Um, but yeah, it really brought me back to puppets because you yeah. know, it's like if you're not anyone, you can be. Sorry, if you're not every, if you're not everyone, you can be anyone, kind of thing. Mm. Um, you know, it's only when you embrace who you are and you find the stability in being yourself that then it actually doesn't matter what the world is doing around you kind of yeah you kind of get to and and that price is really high because it can be really lonely to be holding that true and sometimes you'll be the only person heading in that direction but the reward is you know that um you belong to yourself and that you're true to yourself so yeah Anyway, Love it made me think of yeah, <laughs> a really annoying little unicorns. Yeah, totally. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think that's what it was trying to get to. You know that, um, you know, you don't have to, like, you know, there's a freedom in yeah, not being dependent on like the approval um, of others, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but like, um, I guess in unicorns, thing like you can be anyone. It's like, well, yeah. There's a freedom that comes with that too. Kate, 
Uh, <laughs> everyone can feel great freedom uh, to weigh in with their take on our socials. Well, please it's do. <laughs> at Bluey Pod on Insta or Facebook, at Bluey Podcast on Twitter. You can email us, BlueyPod at gmail.com. Um, Looking Please forward to a lot rate. of hot takes in yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Please we would... send us a rating on, like, whatever platform you're listening to us on because it's a great w- way that, you know, you don't have to to spend any money but other people, it helps them find the podcast. Yeah. And, and... and look, now that everyone is talking about Bluey, just, you know, it's, if you want to let them know we were, we were first, uh, we're still doing it. <laughs> We're not insecure at all about the creator coming in with their own podcast, you know, that might usurp these two Uh, randos. My dad who messaged me to suggest we could uh, uh, sue for plagiarism. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's how it works. Oh, that's adorable. Uh, uh, Don't worry. There is no lawsuit coming, Joe Brum and ABC. Um, (laughs) God, no. We're coming back next week. Uh, But in the meantime, Kate. (laughs) It's got to be done. done. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Wait, what is my job?